0: Hello friends and welcome to episode number 188 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He is Justin over in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh Justin, decent week so far, not bad. You remember that old Obama not bad meme? That's my face right now. Not bad.
1: Yeah, you would love to see some more baseballs getting hit, but what can you do?
0: Yeah, no, I mean I'll take two I'll take two dubs yes and then three left three games to play against cincinnati i mean yeah, i'll take that should be a good weekend for the chase hopefully they feast upon those poor hapless reds um but how was your week
1: uh my week's been decent it's been cooler here in saskatoon so mm-hmm. i've been mm-hmm. staying out of the rain and uh just mm-hmm. being a hermit and working
0: <laughs> how was your week yep now the pretty much the same my friend uh i'm glad uh well the we shit i forgot the work week's not over for me i still have half a day tomorrow but then after that i'll be gearing up for the victoria day weekend god bless the queen uh literally the only thing she's ever done for me is yeah 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 i was you you didn't give me a chance to lead into the shit i was (laughs) going to talk about the monarchy you i'm gonna cut it off there and just say yeah i'm not a fan of it but um yeah pretty much the only thing that queen victoria ever did for me was you know have a holiday <laughs> and even then like i'd be fine if we renamed it something else yeah who cares yeah just give me the holiday but it's like i don't long care weekend. you can recall it something like name it something else yeah something everyone out offensive. here just calls
1: it may long and you know i know refers to it as victoria day weekend uh we do here but it, there is no you guys are like thousands of kilometers closer to the to the great british monarchy than we are though
0: yeah but there's no connection man nobody talks about yeah, how much they love we're the just royal those family filthy right
1: western rebels out here you know
0: yeah a bunch of hay <laughs> seeds chewing grass that's right all day going yep we're doing something with grass that's for sure that was one of the top five justin anderson moments on this podcast (laughs) uh that's a w right there uh and if you like the funny that we bring you can follow us on twitter at bfmd podcast go ahead and dm or tweet us your questions or spicy takes we love it we read them all Uh, go ahead and find us on anchor apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts website is bfmdpodcast.com we got a little bit to cover today we're gonna briefly recap the seattle series maybe bitch a little bit more about players who are struggling uh and then we're gonna talk about some other fun shit and uh we're gonna do a little what if segment first time in a long time we've done what if wow that's been uh it's been years it's been a while
1: <laughs> since i could i think we like brought this up a couple episodes ago this the song it's been a
0: while yeah well that's because the phrase it's been a while is is used a lot more often that's true uh, than you would think and it's worth making fun of that song yeah Uh, you're right it is yeah let's get into some of the news though yeah uh justin take us away uh what what interesting things happened in the last few days yeah
1: let's talk uh around the league a little bit here first off uh max scherzer the madman of new york um he has an oblique injury according to john hayman of course we know from ty Oscar and from denny jansen that those injuries can take a couple of weeks they can take a couple of months so uh the mets are bracing for the worst as their 40 million dollar man per year that's what he makes is like 43 million or something stupid jesus is uh okay. is on the shelf um so that's uh, a big blow to them. Their rotation is going to be drastically weakened. I believe, is, is Jacob de Grom healthy right now? Probably not. He never is. Um, Let me
0: throw that in the old Google machine. Yeah. Is Jacob de Grom healthy? But
1: losing Scherzer? No. Hurts. He had an MRI. Oh, he's cleared to throw harder. Okay, so Jacob de Grom is also out. So the, the Mets... MRI
0: indicates that he is healing, though. So Yeah. That's, his that's, return is inevitable.
1: That's good, and then his return to the Isle is inevitable too, because he's just a glass cannon at this point.
0: Jacob Degrom which sucks.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: the th- what here's what I'll say about Jacob Degrom? This is ridiculous. He's the so good. Is a four time All Star, two time Cy Young, Rookie of the Year as well, uh, and he like he's gonna flame out before he even gets to like. I shouldn't say this. He probably maybe he won't, but he's dealt dealt with so many goddamn injuries that I'd be surprised if he got to two hundred wins. Not that that is the mark. Like, Nobody
1: cares about Yeah, wins. I know. It's just
0: like he's just like his career's gonna get tin linsecumbed. He's gonna yeah, get, it's, it's gonna get cut
1: short. It's possible. He may Gosh. just have to stop throwing so hard. You
0: know. No, never. I would. You better yeah. to burn bright than fade away. <laughs>
1: yeah but uh yeah that's uh that's news that was worth talking about from around the league in blue Jays prospect news number one prospect gabriel moreno was removed from today's game in buffalo he was hit in the left elbow by a pitch in the first inning he did stay in and caught the second inning but was replaced to start the third that was from keegan matheson friend of the show uh so hopefully moreno's all right i mean we've seen guys get hit by pitches and get taken out for precautionary reasons and then play the next day. So hopefully it's sore. I mean, you get hit in the elbow, then it doesn't feel very good. And that's his left elbow. So he has a right-handed hitter. That's his lead arm. Um,
0: that's so, yeah. bottom of the first in the doubleheader. Yeah. So he I, was I'm, behind the plate for the second
1: and then came out in the third was replaced. Came
0: out in third. Yeah. It was replaced. That's in That's another injury for Gabriel Mourinho. That's really frustrating. Yeah. But... It's,
1: and it's tough luck. Cause I mean, it's nothing that he did wrong. no, <laughs> he's
0: no he's hit by pitch. Got
1: hit by a pitch. That's just like when Bo Bichette's hand got broken in the minor leagues too, right? It's just. Like I remember that. Yeah. Things happen, or when Nate Pearson got hit by a comebacker, in his like second inning of pro ball. It's just like uh, things just happen sometimes, but obviously, it it's it's a hit by a pitch. Hopefully, nothing is damaged outside of the bruising, and he just sits out for a day or two. While all of that bruising yeah. subsides, and then he's back in there sometimes it do be that way it do be that way but we'll keep you updated if we hear anything else before or during the next episode uh for a couple things from Shai davidi from ross atkins who and patrick you called this said that jordan romano has been dealing with a gastrointestinal infection he got that poo poo bum uh (laughs) and there's no expectation that he'll be on the il i guess he was taking some antibiotics he was in the bullpen with the teammates uh, during the Wednesday's game, I have to think of what day it is. Uh, he would so have been on the roster, but Yeah, he he's still on the available. roster. He's he's not on he's not on the IL, so he's still no, on I the know. active roster. He's just not available because you never know when you got that poo poo bum.
0: <laughs> yeah, Imagine whatever you're it is, mid, whatever it may mid, be, gastrointestinal uh, doesn't sound good.
1: You're mid ninth inning in the middle of a save situation and, and you got that poo poo bum. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can, yeah, and, and hopefully he'll be okay, but. Yeah i'd say earlier in the week he's probably he probably squirt shit through a screen door as uh
1: as most people in the world probably know the poo poo bum is not fun so we wish we wish jordan well and hopefully he's back out there and ready to go tomorrow against the reds ready to ready hopefully the jays are going to nothing and they don't need him so yeah um and technically he wouldn't be able to give up a walk-off home run because they're at home so just saying oh
0: yeah that's right <laughs> that he uh, should only close at home now so if he does give up uh a the home jays run. love a chance god um, damn those two home runs just haunt me yes my god they got clobbered yes those Ross, are two w's we could have had anyway Ross whatever
1: atkins says tim maza is having a follow-up this mm. is from yesterday tonight and they have the quote abundance of caution then the initial read is that there's just inflammation in his forearm and not the elbow, and the damage is not structural, so hopefully Tim Meza is just going to require the 10 days it's 15. on the IL. Oh yeah, he's, just right. he's on the 15, not the 10. Um, yeah. And hopefully he's back in two weeks. as That would be the best case scenario because without him and Romano in there right now, the bullpen is drastically thinned. But we wish all the best to our boy Tim Meza.
0: Yep. Yeah. Please get well soon. Man, it would really suck if it, it there was structure damage. Yes. Because that's another season of Tim Mays. Like, yeah, after coming back yeah. from I'm, I'm one hoping of the worst injuries.
1: If the first MRI said inflammation, hopefully the second one confirms that too. Yeah. But uh, in more prospect news, we talked about this guy during our, our farm update there a couple episodes ago. Ricky Tiedemann, the big Blue Jays lefty down in Dunedin. Has actually been um, promoted to High A Vancouver, Um, and he is. Ross Atkins describes him as really curious and really driven with elite stuff. This is another quote. He has the stuff to compete right now in the major leagues. Okay. It's a matter of being really consistent and building workload. Oh, talk to me, talk to me, Ross i i I doubt sweet nothings in my in in my ear ross
0: i doubt he could compete (laughs) in the major leagues he's blown away guys in uh in
1: high a so far Um, i not to
0: say i don't appreciate the pumping of the tires um hey man
1: remember alec manoa how little time he took in the minor leagues like yeah and when they were when the Jays were playing, or when Gosman was starting last night, they were talking about how he was drafted by the Orioles in the next year he was pitching in the, in the big leagues as well, too. So, I mean, it does happen.
0: The tweet has a bit of a cock-up, though, because he hasn't pitched in high A yet. He yeah, pitched in low A, Low a Dunedin.
1: a, Dunedin, he's got 30 innings pitched, 11 hits allowed, 13 walks to 49 strikeouts. So he's striking 1. Out about a batter. 1.80 ERA. A batter and a half per inning. <laughs> Which Only gave up
0: one home run. Yeah. In those so. 30 innings. Um, strikeout yes. per nine is 14.7. Strikeout to walks yeah. is 3.77, which is. You love to see it. Remember yeah. when we did our prospect stuff, we thought that, uh, Sam Roberts might be the guy that might be, uh, least likely to succeed. And he's actually. And he's doing well, too. <laughs> he's doing extremely well. And
1: um, we said we hoped he did. So. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, no, it was good to see. Yes. But, um,. He's probably still a few years away. I'd but... say
1: maybe another year. I mean, if he's at high A now, he goes to double AA, A, triple A next year, and then the show is there. What if
0: he gets to double A this year?
1: Not impossible. It's still very early. Obviously, it's the middle of May. So, I mean, there's still four months of minor league season left. So, you could you could see it happen.
0: Very possible. It depends
1: how he does in Vancouver, and it'll be... Uh, like a good challenge for him to move up and face a few or another year older of average players at least. So
0: let's talk about a fun war piece of information. Yes.
1: This is from Josh Goldberg, uh, on Twitter as well. Here's a, here's a pretty crazy thing through the first 38 games. Santiago Espinal ranks tied for 23rd among major league position players in F war. So fan war at 1.3. That number 1.3 is currently equal to that of Juan Soto. That's pretty fun. Um, it's also worth noting that Juan Soto has eight home runs and only eleven RBIs because the Nationals are a garbage baseball team and mm-hmm. cannot put runners on base ahead of him. Imagine having eight home runs and only having eleven RBIs. Seven, I think seven of them are solo shots or something crazy. Yeah, it might all be solo shots. There was his first six. I know for sure were all solo shots because there was a tweet about it when it happened. So, um, yeah juan soto good nationals bad santiago espinal also very good so far he made his first error of the season the other night so do you think 37 games to do that
0: do you think yeah i know it's early but do you think the competition between espinal and biggio is now over yeah Uh, yeah
1: i mean obviously biggio was playing like ass and then got the rota and now he's been optioned to buffalo after his uh rehab assignment was over so he's not currently on the active roster he's in buffalo it's only been two days
0: it's only been two days that he has been officially uh, a bison (laughs) uh yeah so right now uh in the minors he is seven for 20 with a 350 average this year uh two rbis one stolen base O obp of 480 so his ops right now is hanging at 980 he's just this is what he needs though Yeah, he he Um, needs to
1: play every day for a bit and drop, get the strikeout numbers down a little bit, and hopefully uh, start taking those walks again, which which he has been so far. I mean, he's yeah. Uh, where's the numbers here? He's uh, been hit by a pitch twice. He or so that was in the big leagues. He's at least he struck out twice and walked four times in those seventeen uh or six games, twenty one plate appearances. Seven
0: so say it's seven games, five walks. Yeah. One intentional walk. Oh yeah, you're looking. Yeah. Three uh, strikeouts. does not today's
1: to... games up yet, so he's they have those current up to the minute stats. Yeah.
0: Um, that's the good. other thing that's worth noting too. Three doubles. Right now. Uh, the team doesn't really like the team could could use every bat they they need, but yeah. The thing is, bgo would end up either DHing or he would be. There's not really a spot right now. There, like, I'm not to say there will be in the future either, but like, it's better for him right now to get as many at bats as possible.
1: Hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's it's a good it's good for the future of kevin and the Blue Jays if he gets these ABs now um and then he, when he is consistent and the Blue Jays are finally ready to move on from Bradley Zimmer <laughs> or to send Vinny Capra back down he can replace Capra and come back up
0: yep so these are also all of his slash line right now in the minors is their career highs like he Remember, he did play time in Buffalo last year, and then in 2019, when it was a possibility, uh, he played uh, in Buffalo as well. Uh, He had a rough year last year in Buffalo, but now it seems to be starting to turn it around. I'd say give him another 20 at-bats or 10, 15 games. I'd like to see him get another
1: week down there, yeah.
0: Yeah, at least just to let them figure it out and then you can call them up and it'll probably be the end of May because that's when the roster yeah. decisions have to be made. Yeah, I think that's right. We lose the two extra slots for a pitcher, so you go you have to have 12 and 14, I think. So, yeah, something like that. So yeah, yeah. I would,
1: I can I can see
0: 12 pitchers, 14
1: fielders. Yeah, I can see Biggio coming back at that time. That that's that, that does sound like a theme that would happen
0: <laughs> yeah let's do something fun though sure this is, this is fun so uh we haven't done a what if segment in a really long time so we thought we would for forever almost yeah <laughs> uh i thought we'd bring it back just for today uh there's been a lot of chatter on the internet specifically twitter indeed uh, about juan soto because yeah, juan soto has already turned down a big deal big money deal from the washington nationals So the what if this week is what would it take to get Juan Soto in Toronto? Let's assume he is in this scenario that if he is traded to Toronto, he is signing long term. So this is not a deadline deal or a rental. If we are trading for Juan Soto, he's signing a twenty-year, five hundred million dollar contract or whatever the fuck (laughs) it is he wants. So we're not. This isn't like we're not frigging around here. Like we're actually like this situation is in this alternate reality in the multiverse juan soto uh is both the sorcerer supreme and he has been traded to toronto jesus uh and he is (laughs) he has signed a 500 million dollar deal so all right um what do you think it would take to get juan soto in a toronto uniform
1: uh a lot yes and nothing that i'm not willing to pay i would trade anybody on this Blue Jays team. And I mean it, everybody for Juan Swoto, because he is a top five player in baseball and mm-hmm. looks mm-hmm. like he will continue to do so mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is nothing that I would not trade
0: he might be this generation's best player he's 23 and i i understand it's early in his career he has only played 500 games but (laughs) everything he's done indicates that though unbelievable probably should have won the mvp there when frederick freeman won it not i'm not trying to take anything away from freddie well obviously we love freddie here no doubt Yes, um, and he
1: had a great season, but yeah, Juan Soto had a insane season. <laughs> yeah,
0: his slug was 6.95. Yeah. It was bananas. Yeah. It was cuckoo bananas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, negative value defender. Who cares? Give but who that, gives a shit? He's one of the best hand. pure hitters that we've seen in like 30 years, mm-hmm. and he's not on the roids that we know of, so that's good. See how I qualified that? Because yeah. I don't want to talk about Barry Bonds or anybody else who did. <laughs> Anabolics. Yes. Um, anyway, Juan Soto, great player. Has an outstanding eye at the plate. His OBP uh, has never been below 400 until this very second in time. It's 393. So two games and it'll be back above 400 for his career. Um, just an unbelievable player. I, I'll tell you what I did. I, w- I went to that trade base or the baseball trade values, that trade simulator.
1: The site sucks, but I, uh, I, it like does, your, I like where your head's at.
0: Yeah, it does <laughs> suck. Um, it doesn't let me pick Juan Soto from the Nationals list, but it tells me his median value is 206.7, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. But what I decided was I would try to come up with a number that is comparable to that. Okay. But with the idea that Soto's getting traded for players who would not necessarily replace him but would help to sort of both restock
1: I mean the you're shelf. probably going to trade like a whole batting lineup worth of players or a whole lineup worth of players for one Soto.
0: Probably, <laughs> but I would with... give
1: them today's lineup card and say here, take this.
0: Yeah. But we're not going to do that. Um, But realistically, no. What we're going to need to trade is a player who gets something somewhat close to the value of Juan Soto and then prospects. So the main pieces in my proposal are uh, Bo Bichette.
1: Okay. okay,
0: Or Relvis Martinez. Gabriel Moreno, And then you can take... You know, any number of uh Lourdes Guriel Junior Um Matt Chapman um although Chapman probably wouldn't be a, a, a piece anyway. Uh Nate Pearson um I, I doubt they'd be interested in Kevin Biggio, but he would be on the list. CJ Van Eyck julian merriweather uh there's really not that much else maybe t- like thomas hatch like i would throw in like like it's going to be like a seven for one deal yeah. um but at this point like basically the 99 of the value is tied up in Bichette martinez and moreno uh moreno is actually or moreno i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly or not anyway he's the highest touted prospect catcher in mlb right now and he's i can't remember a catching prospect having this high uh a value at least from the jays perspective because he is he's projected to be a 60 what is it 60 uh i don't know grade 60 player something like that anyway it's yeah. pretty fucking good um the majority of the value though is going to come from boba shett who, while I absolutely love and still think he could pull the MVP that I declared he would get at the beginning of the year, <laughs> um, realistically we have a dearth of shortstops, and with uh, Jordan Groshans existing, um, we you know we got to offload some of this. I don't know. Is it is that a hot take to want to tra- use Bichette's? long-term value to try to get a player like juan soto
1: no i think uh if you're going to be trading for a guy like soto you've you're, you're either going to have to include a guy like a bachetta or a guerrero or you've got to trade if you're not including one of those two you've got to trade a handful of prospects with at least two of them if not three of them being from your top five yeah. So that would that being like Marino Aralvis, and maybe even like uh, like a Ricky Tiedemann, or another pitcher who <laughs> the Nationals fancy, and then you can filter in maybe a couple of major league talent players like a Gurriel, or say pretty
0: much no shot though that you're gonna get Juan Soto without at least one of Bo Bichette. Alec Manoa, and Vladimir Guerrero yeah, Jr. being the, a part of The it Nationals
1: the are going to want at least one player who has already been an established big leaguer. Mm-hmm. Most likely, anyway. I, I can't say that they would for sure, but um, it is it is possible <laughs> that, they, that there, they would just go for prospects, but who knows. There's
0: not really a team that I, I think any AL East can afford to make the Juan Soto trade. And also sign him for the amount of money that he is worth, Um, right? Because most of them are already. There's no cap, but I think that the Yankees are like very close to the luxury tax, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, And they
0: still have to re-sign Aaron Judge. And if uh, if he's not getting signed, then maybe they can afford it. But if he is getting signed, then they're not going to get. Uh, yeah they're not gonna get uh aaron judge and juan soto it just doesn't that's not gonna happen uh hopefully jesus christ don't (laughs) have that on the world um anyway so the idea of the trade is that we have to make up for the value of soto and it has to be done with a multitude of pieces one of which includes one of our future stars uh I, i chose bichette because he has the highest value according to this website um, Alec Manoa and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I think are core pieces of this team for many many years to come. I think Bichette is too, but um, I chose to pick to keep those two, right? Uh, and to keep Kirk and Jansen and use Moreno's uh, trade value to get to help Land Soto. Soto would immediately become the most valuable player on the team and probably immediately become the best. Uh, we'd have the best outfield in baseball and we would have an extra outfielder because mm-hmm. we already have Gurriel, we already have Springer, we already have Taosker Hernandez.
1: Yeah. And well, and
0: uh, <laughs> Teo is currently, uh, you know, struggling a tiny bit, uh, he's still a two-time silver slugger and he's, there's still tons of time. He was, he was struggling when he came back from COVID too. People forget that. Anyway, what do you think of my, uh, my trade? Would you go for it?
1: probably (laughs) it's Juan Soto yeah yeah Um, that's true but yeah let's uh let's talk some Blue Jays
0: let's talk about this series because even though we won the series Justin I'm annoyed because I feel like we could have swept and we didn't
1: yeah I mean and the Mariners are a good team yeah the Mariners are solid they always are and yeah it it was a two to one victory for the jays which after it was like four or five straight series losses or splits media it was it was nice to see them turn it around of course they didn't score a ton of runs again which has been the common theme of the year Uh, they're averaging under i think it's like 3.7 runs a game i was doing the math earlier dead ball is dead the major league average is about 4.2 runs per game yeah so they are below average yeah there and they're like in the bottom half and pretty much every offensive category i was looking at the team stats today so oh breaking news max scherzer to miss six to eight weeks with the oblique by the way jumping it's a banner jesus it's a banner on mlb.com right now as i opened up the website that is not good yeah, so that's bad for the Mets. Um who won today in a walk-off or yeah, in a walk-off win.
0: Yeah, and they're off to one of their best starts probably in their yes. entire existence.
1: That is correct.
0: Hanging out at 26 and 14. They already have a 7-game lead over the Phillies. And they're still winning games. They're 6 and 4 in their last 10 with two they won their last two games. That's right. They um, are definitely the best team outside of the Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants and the New York Yankees. Yes. But definitely better than the Jays.
1: Yeah, they got a walk-off homer from uh, Big Meat Pete. I
0: love... We his could tenth, talk about Pete 10th of we the can, season. We could talk for 20 He's minutes. He's also
1: your major league too. leader in RBIs as well this year.
0: He's the best player playing in New York. True. The city. Yeah. Do you like that? You yeah. like how I made that slight?
1: I like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't have anything against Aaron yeah, Judge. It I'm three just he was three
1: kidding. for four with a walk, a home run, three RBIs, and a stolen base today. In their seven ten out of ten,
0: would recommend. Let's get right into uh, recapping <laughs> yeah, let's the talk game, though. So, so uh,
1: starting yeah. with uh, I guess Monday's game because the series was it was a thing that happened already this week. It feels like it should be the weekend, but the Jays were able to actually score six runs on Monday, which was a nice change. Uh, including solo home runs from Bo Bichette in the first inning on a hanging curveball and a straightaway center bomb from Matt Chapman in the second inning which was nice to see uh, Bichette also scored uh, Raimel Tapia in the eighth inning with a single Yep. Kirkie drove in a couple with a single as well so it was nice to see the Jays actually get hits with runners in scoring position Patrick they were 3 for 9 in this game which is a 3 three average, you'd love to see that solid kikuchi was great again against his former team a team that you would think would do well against him but he allowed only one hit over six innings walking three and striking out six
0: yeah that was was, a great start he wobbled in the fifth but um he got out he did get out of it um i was really impressed it's not a surprise kikuchi I, I understand, like, we were really hard on him for a while. Deservedly so. Uh, deservedly so. He got beat up real bad yeah. uh, by Houston. Um. But he's... Lo and behold, look, he plays against uh, the Yankees twice. And he looks perfectly fine. He plays against a team that's also scattered the shit out of him. <laughs> they played with him. And, and yeah. he still beat them. So it's like Houston... Are, are kind of a unique it was yeah. kind of a unique start to his year. we had to play two team or like a team that has scouted everything that he has uh and his refusal to drop the cutter really cost him in those games and lo and behold he cuts the cutter chops the cutter out of his yeah repertoire uh and replaces it with like a with a slider the sweater really slider a slutter as the Mariners, were like call- the Mariners
1: were calling it that I love it I don't ooh, I, I don't say. like that
0: anyway it's a sli- <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a weird slider it works for him anyway the walks yeah. are still a bit of a concern but he cruised listen to and this then- though um last three yeah. games
1: Patrick he's went 17 and a third mm-hmm. allowed only f- six hits and three earned runs only one solo home run in the very f- first of those games against New York uh, yeah. over those last three starts, twenty strikeouts, seven walks. So K's per nine of ten and a half, walks per nine of about three point six. So that's not bad. And the ground ball rate's were right at fifty one percent. So, um, decent. You'd love to see it. It's good to see him string together three in a row. I'd love to see him string together a couple more before I'm ready to proclaim that he is, Fine. quote unquote, fixed.
0: Yeah. Uh Trevor Richards gave up a run in uh zero point one. He didn't really look that great. No, he walked I was a worried couple that it was game. Fa- falling apart. Uh and then Strips gave up uh an unearned run. Uh didn't see that when I was out cold by that point. Yeah. that was came first, in with the, the first
1: error of the season for Esperal. just the ground ball just yeah. went straight under his strips glove.
0: strip I'm kinda concerned about Strips at this point because he's only gotten four appearances in May. And opponents are hitting two eighty nine off of him, and his whip is 1.55, which is way – although those numbers are way higher than what they were way back in April. It's like he's not – because I don't know if it's because uh, it was a bit of a downtick in the number of innings he's pitched. That could be like, a part of it. I don't know. It's just annoying. I would rather have him as a starter. I don't know why they don't start him as a sixth man, but whatever. I guess we need the bullpen help right now uh this was fine this was a yeah. win Six let's move
1: two. on uh tuesday's game was also a win patrick so call it two in a row and it was three to nothing for the blue jays in this game jose barrios, it was a very tight game jose barrios looked more like the jose barrios that we were hoping for he went seven innings he actually pitched into the eighth inning but gave up a couple hits to lead off there and uh had to yield to the bullpen um yeah. So seven innings, six hits allowed, two walks and four strikeouts on Burrios. No earned runs, no runs at all. It was a shutout, of course. Props to David Phelps, who came in to clean up the mess. He was able to get three outs and a strikeout, while not allowing any of those two base runners to score. Simber, for the second day in a row, came in to get the save, because, as we mentioned, Jordan Romano, with that poo-poo bum, was not able to pitch. Uh, Offensively, for the Blue Jays, the damage was done. By what they call a triple for George Springer. And I can tell you, Patrick, that it was a ball that was looped into right field with the bases loaded that I believe it was Steven Souza Jr. was out in right field, tried to make a sliding sideways catch, missed the ball, it bounced over him or over his glove and kept going. And by the time they really get the ball back in, the bases were cleared as there were two outs at the time, and the runners were yeah. running. And uh, Spring ended up at the third, and those were the only three runs of the game in the second inning. So. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I understand <laughs> why he wasn't charged with an error. Um, but yeah,
1: it was a tough play.
0: It was you. I know he was trying to save it from being uh, more than one run, but ultimately yeah. he should have played it off the hop. Early in the game, you
1: to... want to play that on the hop. You're right.
0: Uh, it was, it was <laughs> zero yeah it was zero zero played off the hop and gun it to home yeah you might get the guy so you end up instead of giving up three and clearing the bases you may give you up two yeah you you may give up two yeah maybe only one maybe only one uh, it was kirk on third and it was too deep uh he would have scored even if he had caught it he Probably would have taken it.
1: There were two outs, so he would not have scored.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, sorry. Yeah, because it was, uh, Kirk <laughs> that's, was that's why third. he went for a dive, was it's on because he was Espanol trying to save was on the first.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a thing. So that was, that was the story of the game. Was those, was the RBI triple from Springer that, yeah, Logan made Gilbert the looked baseman. really good though.
0: Uh, he looked very yes. vulnerable at times, but ultimately the two walks was up against and then obviously the the six yeah nine strikeouts up against nine strikeouts the and jays and he was touching
1: 90, 99 on the gun as well too he's yeah got some gas. uh
0: george springer actually struck out three times during this game <laughs> yeah and he didn't like if it wasn't for the triple i would have been like is george okay it like, wasn't for the he's... bloop <laughs> yeah this was also a game uh when i looked at the umpire scorecard a lot of outside pitches were getting called for strikes when they should have been balls and the majority of them sorry majority of them were in favor of the mariners and against the blue jays so it was kind of strange to see that i think Barrios did get a couple of sweetheart calls early yeah he did and
1: then after that it was lockdown mode
0: yeah Barrios looked okay he still didn't look like he had his best stuff but uh he's you know Getting seven innings from him with nowhere yeah. in runs, I I don't care what the rest of his stat line looks like. I'll take it. Giving
1: up twenty hits and giving up nowhere in runs, and I'd still be fine with it.
0: Yeah, I I'd be fine with it because it, yeah, his FIP would be all fucked up. But whatever, yeah. I don't care it about that. Is. I care about getting <laughs> the win at this point. So, the Jays get the win, and then obviously game three everything fell to shit. Um, yeah,
1: game three was uh, yeah. less fun for Blue Jay fans. Uh, five to one loss. Kevin Gosman got hit around a bit in this one. He went, still yeah. went five innings, but he gave up two earned runs on seven hits, a walk, and three strikeouts. Also allowed his first home run of the season to a guy um, who's hitting under 100 on the season, which was something. Cal Rally, who I've never heard of in my life. But assume that he's from Raleigh, North Carolina. He is actually from North Carolina. I just looked it up. That's funny. Um, but he has yeah, and that Homer. He has four hits on the year, and three of them are home runs. So he's one of which 0-9. is against
0: Gossman, which was yeah. the only home run he's given up this I, year. I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> la la la. Whatever. Anyway, Gossman but, didn't yeah. really look that impressive. It, it
1: was uh, it was it was interesting. Yeah, because he it took him uh, eighty five pitches to get through those five innings. I expected him to come up for the six, but I understand why he didn't. He was getting hit around pretty hard. But uh, yeah, it just seemed like the Mariners were zoned in. They were laying off the tough splitter. Anytime the splitter wasn't in the strike zone, they just really weren't swinging at it, as evidenced by only having three strikeouts. And yeah, they were Mm -hmm. very selective. They They worked a lot of counts to full count or to two and two, and they were able to get base hits off of them. Yeah, And it was kind of just death by a thousand cuts for Gosman in this one. Um, although it was only two to one when he left the game. So the Jays were still in the game, of course. Yeah. So, Richards
0: came in though. And he yeah, looked like Ri- Richards. Richards had a great
1: sixth inning. And then for some reason they are like, Oh, let's get, let's get two innings out of him, And that hasn't worked out in his career. He was nope. able to give them five outs, but he also gave up two earned runs, including a, including a home run
0: strips um, say it was the same thing strips uh yeah i mean in, two innings one of them was a home run to toro yeah uh, good for him though um but yeah, yeah it just seems like every time strips is out, man he's giving up.
1: yeah gonna um, um the jays did have seven hits patrick but they were over for forward when i was in the scoring position in this one they just weren't able to get too many guys around to second base and uh just a
0: well-pitched well-controlled game by the mariners it from was start to finish yeah
1: uh Vlade still has his hit streak going. It's at like fifteen or sixteen games now, and Espinal's got a twelve or thirteen gamer going too, so.
0: Yep. Shout um, out though to uh Abraham Toro, the home run hitter uh of yeah. strips. Canadian uh Canadian good I was just getting to that. You stole my Quebec again. Good old Canadian Canadian boy, Quebec Quebecois. Good for him. Uh it was great to sort of see the broadcast talk about him uh a wee bit. Um Yeah, let's talk about uh, this upcoming series for Victoria Day weekend. It's also Country Weekend, or or the Country Day or whatever it is, in the ballpark there on Sunday. (laughs) Uh, The Cincinnati Reds, the 10-26 Cincinnati Reds, are coming to town to face the Blue Jays. Uh, The first of the two matchups is Luis Castillo, who I'm quite uh, high on. He's coming out to face... Huanjin Ryu, who's coming off of a decent appearance Uh, in game one. Lefty versus righty. Um, Castillo has a 5.59 ERA in two starts. Uh, He hasn't really looked like himself. Uh, He'll be fine. He'll ramp up. Yeah, he's Uh, he's just working himself into his season. Yep, he's going to be tough. Um, Great changeup yeah yeah oh yeah uh the middle matchup this is i'm very interested to see how this goes alec manoa uh coming in four and one 1.71 era coming up against hunter green who is one in six with a 6.21 era but 44 strikeouts um I, yeah I, I guess maybe a bit of a mitch a mismatch but i'm interested because I feel like we're seeing a lot of uh change in Cincinnati the last like week week or two yeah they they've started to
1: win some games
0: uh Hunter Green is a strikeout kind of guy uh he's in uh his fastball velocity is
1: 98.4 average yeah touches a hundred as well he, so he's
0: in the 98th percentile for <laughs> fastball velocity he's in the 79th percentile for whiff percentage and his fastball spin is in the 81st yeah it's a, so, he's, he's their
1: number one prospect, too. They've yeah let him ride this year.
0: He is heating up. Uh, all, all, pretty much all of his other metrics aren't really that flattering at all. Uh, they're quite bad. He's not getting guys to chase very much uh, with his slider and changeup. And uh, he's getting knocked around. Um, yeah. Not a great start to, to him, but they're going to, yeah, like you said, they're going to let him ride. It's worth um, noting
1: Patrick and, his last time out against Pittsburgh. It, it is Pittsburgh. Um, this may have been the game where they, where, where Pittsburgh won without getting the hit. I think that might be it, but he went seven and a third. Uh, he struck out nine and walked five, did not get, not, not give up a hit. I think that is the game where they no hit Pittsburgh, but lost. So, uh, fun times. So yeah, I that's a tough, yeah. The walks are an issue for him.
0: Yep. The walks are an issue. So for a team that's a, a, not not very disciplined at the play the Jays it's going to be an interesting challenge yeah. I think this will be a good matchup uh, it might get out of hand early but with a guy like Manoa on the mound who's an absolute like bull in a china shop and then you've got Hunter Green who by all accounts is going to be a superstar in this league
1: yeah I hope so it could be fun it'd be fun to it's always fun to watch a top prospect
0: a couple kids in yeah. the big
1: leagues and uh, yeah we'll see a uh, 100 mile an hour fastball at some point in that game um game three patrick who's gotten that one
0: we got connor overton uh who i don't know anything about I'm looking him <laughs> right now is going up against yusei kikuchi for the second start of the week yeah kikuchi uh, obviously performed quite well against seattle i like his glove kikuchi's glove it's it's based on the mariners like secondary yeah uniform or whatever i, I like that he kept it I, it's a very nice looking glove Uh, anyways going up against connor overton overton's uh stats so far this year not great Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. the fastball is maybe 91 slider in the low 80s change up in the mid 80s a curve that's right around 80 and then a cutter that he doesn't really throw very often yeah uh we probably won't see very much of um yeah, I don't know what to really expect from him except to say that Overton has appeared in four games. He started four this year. And his ERA is 1.82, which is obviously good. Not a strikeout I don't machine, though. No. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from him uh, except uh, not a lot of fast pitches. <laughs> so yeah. it could be interesting to see how the Jays maybe take their time and key in on the fastball or maybe the changeup. There's really not that much of a difference in speed between the two of them, which is weird. Yeah. But keep your eyes on Overton. Uh, I, I I think the rubber match, me- well, what might be the rubber match this third game here is could be interesting. If Kikuchi pitches strong like he did against the Mariners, I feel comfortable saying I think we have a shot at a series win here against the Reds.
1: I can see it, yeah, for sure. Um, it's worth knowing, Patrick. The Reds are seven and three in their last ten.
0: Yeah, they 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 look really good. It's not a already surprise. Already won though. today
1: as well, so they're coming in on winners of two in a row. So, but they are three and sixteen against teams with a record above five hundred. So they've been they've been winning against not good teams. Yeah, they they've,
0: <laughs> they've got a lot of hurt players though. Mike Miner, obviously Joey one of Votto. The guys they expect uh, you know. Log a lot of innings. Not there. Joey Votto, Nick Lodolo, um, a couple arms in their bullpen are hurt too. Um, yeah. Other another first baseman, Max Schrock, is also on the sixty-day IL. Jonathan India is on the ten-day IL. Uh, he's one of their second basemen on the depth chart. Um, Jose Barrero, a shortstop, Jake Fraley, Nick Senze, Jake. Uh, and, or actually I already said Jake Fraley. So like they're, yeah, like they've got a lot yeah. of guys who are on the um, IL right now and they're still getting it done, but they, they've still got some bats. Colin Moran is on this team. Uh, everybody's favorite former Toronto Blue Jay, Brandon Drury is on this team. He's actually Brandon,
1: raking this year.
0: Yeah. He's hitting two forty five with seven home runs and 80 or sorry, 22 RBIs, a 42 OPS. He's, uh, you know, Probably wasn't expected to hit that well, but no. uh, he's off to a good start. Uh, he's cooled off in his last seven games, but again, uh, the Reds are are heating up a little bit. It's so unfortunate for them that they're you know, even if a they win, fire. yeah, even if they win ten games in a row, they're still going to yeah. be below five hundred and nowhere close to um, uh, the top of the NL Central.
1: Yeah, it, it does sound Patrick like Joey Votto is going to play sometime in this weekend he's been he was on the COVID il he's been on there yeah. for just over two weeks he's been rehabbing on their minor league system and he has asked if he thought he would play this weekend he said yes i'm targeting friday as my return date did you yeah. know patrick that joey vado is technically joseph Votto jr his dad's name is also joseph Votto, but i didn't know that i just was looking at his google and i saw that his father's name is joseph vado
0: <laughs> well, I imagine he's probably excited to be uh, yeah, playing boy. in in the place where he was born. I don't know how much reverence he has for Canada. Um, that's another conversation. But um, so yeah, the the Reds. I they're eleven and twenty six now. So um, obviously, they're the worst team uh, by record in Major League Baseball. But they're also one of the hottest teams right now, based on their most recent stretch of games. Do you think the Jays who are have the inverse record in their last 10 games, so that they're 3 and 7. Do you think this is a series the Jays should not take lightly and they should actually this might actually be a bit of a battle to 100%. Yeah,
1: the the Reds have scored 10 more runs than the Blue Jays have this season, Patrick. Yeah. Um which doesn't really equate to much over a seasons or over the 38 games that have been played so far, but still they're they're gonna score runs but the thing is is that their pitching as we've just talked about is mostly weak with overton being kind of their best starter right now but yeah we we, we talked about castillo he's just he's just getting back right so i mean for him this could be the game where yeah. he finds it <laughs>
0: right the, the reds have a terrible record on the the road and yeah. the blue jays actually have a decent record at home they're 12 and 7 yeah it's it's gonna um, be
1: interesting because it's teams going in kind of opposite directions the last 10 games. Obviously the Jays have won two of their last three. So of the Reds technically, um, but it's, it's just the the way that the Blue Jays have been winning games this year have been low scoring for the most part, close games. And yeah, if, if they're missing Tim Meza and if Romano is still not ready, those low scoring, close games don't benefit the Jays right now. They need to start, Scoring runs when they have the opportunities, and they haven't been doing that, obviously. Yep.
0: Worth noting, too, the Orioles beat the Yankees today, so now the Jays are eight games back. I know none of this means anything, blah, blah, blah. Jays are still in that third wild card spot, blah, blah, blah. It's early in the season. Don't worry about it. Just guys, enjoy your friggin' weekends. Don't sit around pooping your pants over (laughs) whether this team wins or loses against Cincinnati. Um
1: yeah, I I can tell you right now I will not be on Twitter this weekend.
0: I won't either. Uh I will be hanging out uh outside probably, hopefully. Um but either way I'm not going to sweat baseball very much. Might not even get to watch any of these games, which is weird cuz we're at Blue Jays podcast. But you know <laughs> what whatever. Don't make it your identity. If you're out there, if you're a Jays fan and you're feeling really stressed about this year so far, take the weekend off go touch grass yeah, go hang touch out some with... grass go hang out under a tree take your dog for a walk take your cat for a walk pet your cat whatever spend time with your friends your family your loved ones if you have any uh if anybody loves you uh god knows we do here at bfmd podcast that's our twitter handle and our website follow us uh wherever you see us uh, we're on all the major podcast outlets. Justin, any parting words for Jays fans?
1: Just, yeah, like, like you said, I want to echo what you said. Yeah, this is a great weekend to hopefully be outside if where you're living is experiencing good weather conditions. I would suggest if you want to partake in Blue Jays baseball, maybe tune into the radio broadcast this weekend and do so from the comfort of your backyard or your cabin or wherever you may be. Yep
0: you get yourself weekend. some ben wagner and some uh new hire caleb joseph
1: yeah go for uh go for a walk while you listen to the game it's uh, a good way to spend three hours if you're just cruising around with your headphones on and getting some activity yeah. while hopefully it's into a blue jays victory so that'll be my there advice you go. get outside well, if you can there you go we, summer is too short in canada so i plan on taking full advantage this weekend
0: <laughs> cool well uh he's justin i'm patrick Thanks for listening, guys. We out.
1: Have a great long weekend, everybody.